should say, hey guys. <laughs> You wore her My Stars shirt. So <gasps> Did you really? To the gym. <laughs> it's all My Stars. And, she, and <laughs> the late, the uh, the CrossFit lady's like screaming at us. No, she doesn't. But she's My Stars. And Jen's just there with the My Stars shirt at five in the morning doing a handstand push-up. Oh my god. He's such an exaggerator. We went to six o'clock, not five o'clock. But I get up at five a.m. I got up at four thirty. Because. Yeah, because so Nathan Finocchio yes. oh, yeah. has, has this 30 day shred mm-hmm. where you read the Bible in 30 days. Shoot. And That's I'm not intense. joking. I read Psalm 74 to like 148. It was like 75 Psalms today. And so I had to get up early so that I could get like, I was trying yeah. to do like 15, 15, 15. That's some rising grind. <laughs> my stars. Rising grind my stars. <laughs> so by the time I got home at seven, I'd already read like 15 or 20 oh my gosh. chapters and got my workout in. So that's on the way to make a healthy lifestyle shoot mm-hmm. so did he teach at worship you i saw that yes. he was on there so tell me about him he taught more of like that, the pastoral stuff i didn't know that he was a worship leader and a hillsong teaching pastor before yes and yes mm. i don't Wait. know how long ago that was welcome us back because you want to welcome do- back to 95 bellevue this, i believe this is a part two this is going to be part two okay but welcome back so welcome back who are you again I am Savannah or Savvy Johnson. Amen. I'm, I'm Jenny. Amen. Sage here. I'm here goodness. with Sage Johnson, We're, my brother, and Jenny C. Jenny okay. Pastor Come on, my Jenny stars. C. Also co-host. <laughs> so oh. Nathan Pinocchio <laughs> is at... <laughs> Nathan ta- Pinocchio at, is amazing. So what was Mr. Pistachio talking about? <laughs> So FYI, the only reason that I even know who he is is because Jen Johnson shared his something on Facebook and I started watching his, no, in Instagram. And I started watching his little Instagram videos and they're hilarious. He is funny. Yeah. Oh my God. And so I saw that he, his church has a, a did you guys ever read Harry Potter? Mm-hmm. His church has a class called, <gasps> oh my gosh, Zen, yes, they Def- do. Defense Against the Dark Arts. Uh-huh. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I want to go to this guy's church. He has a church in like New York or something. So he's not oh, with Hillsong really? anymore, right? Not anymore. I don't know. Does he just teach maybe at different things? Maybe. I don't know like where what he does really. But like <laughs> all I know is that he came <laughs> he's hilarious. to school and taught and he was really cool. And he's like amazingly smart. Mm-hmm. And like, like it. Yeah. yeah. I love the uh, theology. Mm-hmm. It is fascinating to me, but it seems like all the theology teachers are old men in suits. And <laughs> a lot of times, I, a lot of times they don't necessarily believe like the ones that I've seen. I'm not saying that everyone's like this, but a lot of them are like, um, you know, evangelicals or like Baptists or something. Nothing mm-hmm. wrong with them. I, lo- I, I have a lot of Baptist friends, but a lot of times there will be a like a bent towards yeah. like away from holy spirit and away from like, like the women charismatic and, no we're charismatic but it's bent away from that more. Yeah, aw- yeah and like um you know i've read commentaries and stuff from like different theologians and a lot of them will be like you know kind of like women in ministry no and i'm like okay well i mean i didn't ask for this mess so someone's <laughs> gonna have to tell the lord that <laughs> anyway Bless this man. Yeah, like, I, didn't even, I didn't even apply, and I got here. Like, That's does true. That work. That actually is true. I didn't even apply. You got get it, jeez. Anyway, um, so tell me about Nathan Pinocchio, Pinocchio, Pistachio, Mister Pocahontas. He's really funny, and he's really smart. What class did he teach a theology class? Yeah, I forget what it was. I think it was um, New Testament. Okay, I was like, I sure. think I saw an Instagram clip when it was like, "Read your Bible, like love your Bible." Like, yeah, because like he was telling us, like, do that more than anything, mm-hmm. like more than listening to someone preach, more than whatever. Like, totally read your Bible that. because that's where God, God is going to speak to you in your Bible. Not that he won't in a message, nothing like that, but like, he's like you. It is so important. He yeah. said it's magical. It's a magical <gasps> book. Mm-hmm. And it is. It is a magic book. Very magic. It was written by 
the magic the magician you know. himself yes <laughs> anywho but yeah so he just he really taught on that like just get in your bible that is so important mm-hmm. so and it'll shape your life really mm-hmm. so do you guys have a physical bible or you app both people? physical i have a physical one that you don't and- read yeah <laughs> yes <laughs> correct and i also have actually no i got really angsty one day and i deleted my bible app off of my phone oh okay because i was like why do i need like why would i need this like i can if i need like i can look up the verse i don't know i got weird one day i don't know i haven't really figured that out yet um but Some i sort have of a like 20 year old midlife crisis i don't know what it was did you buy a corvette after i didn't i signed up for a crossfit class <laughs> <laughs> to do handstands at four in the morning <laughs> no i use if i'm gonna read it like when i if i do when i do i read a, I like a physical copy i don't know that's just me i seriously like thought i lost my bible one time and i was like was mourning oh i thought i was like i lost my best friend I have so many like notes in there and just like things underlined and like I can remember different like things that I was learning at the time and like, Mm -hmm. I don't know. I just. uh. Yeah. Anyway, I definitely would feel that like if I lost my phone, I'd be like, oh, no, I have that's it's more of an inconvenience because I'd be like, I have just my passwords were saved on there. All my credit cards, like all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. And but if I lost like one of my journals or something like that, that I had like memories in or like photos. I would be like, that would, I would feel that same way. I would be like, Mm -hmm. that's a memory. Like that's something I won't, I can't remember. Mm -hmm. Cause like I will go through my journal sometimes and I'll be like, oh my gosh, I forgot. I I forgot I even experienced that. I forgot he even told me that. I forgot this even happened. I like going through them at times and like remembering them. Mm -hmm. So I I understand that. I like pictures. Yeah. I love my journal, but like, I love pictures. Like when we look through like those old like crates in the closet that mama has, I love those because I can remember those times. Like, uh-huh. yeah, like the best picture is when Rose has a big Coke in her hand, uh-huh. with lipstick. Like I remember that, and like it's so hilarious. Like it brings you right back to the uh-huh. smell and like the feeling, and the, you can yeah. even remember like some thoughts. Almost, it's weird. It's like it brings you right back to this like moment in time where you're like, I can almost like feel that feeling again. Yeah, it's bizarre. I love it. Mm-hmm. So he's smart and funny. Mm-hmm. And he told you to fall in love with your Bible. Yeah. And did you do that? I, Are you getting better about doing that? You know, I was really bad at reading my Bible, actually, like mm, a few months ago. But I feel like I've gotten better. <laughs> I feel I try at least, you know, I try to like read a little bit and every day. And mm-hmm. I don't know. I think probably no 30 days. I don't understand what it's saying ever. So I'm like, it's so confusing. Sometimes I'm like, eh uh-huh and but then i'm like god speaks to me then and i'm like I oh know. that's my bible jesus speaking to me uh-huh. like come on now. it's so true but the, i will promise you though that the more you read it the more you will understand the more you yeah. the more you do it because it is so confusing i've only had one person because i mean i'm a pastor so like if i say the bible is confusing like, <laughs> uh, it is yeah okay and and i've only had one person when i said you know the bible's confusing you know he was like you think the Bible's confusing? You're like, oh, you, why? Yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very glad that I don't already know everything that I'm ever gonna know about the Bible. Yeah, it's like, it's like super fascinating to me, and I learn new stuff every time, and I new more, learn new perspectives on things every time. And there's some stuff I don't read very often, like uh, Numbers and like Leviticus and stuff. Like I don't know how many times you have to figure out. <laughs> You have to read like how many, <laughs> how uh, the things you're supposed to stone people for Whoa. and like <laughs> not wearing clothing with two different types of fabrics or whatever. It's just okay. This, wow. But um, Thank goodness we there's don't some, live in that there's that some law. things that I read a Tough. lot. Yeah. So anyway, I would, you, the more you, the more you read it. I know. Bill, every, every day before class, Bill Johnson would stand on stage and he would go, everybody hold out your Bible, hug your Bible. I love my Bible. And everyone would say, I love my Bible. <laughs> and, and, we, and 30% of the kids are lying. Yeah, oh, yeah. And then, but at least you're, it's a start. You're saying it. You're starting True. it. And then he would start his, he would start his thing. Sometimes he wouldn't even open it, but he'd, he'd still every day. You're he was, too good to not <laughs> believe. That's a good song. That's a banger, like for sure. Yeah. It's good. Oh, goodness. Anywho. So who was your favorite teacher? Oh, yeah. 
Ooh. over at Worship You is what we're talking about. Callie. Or Dante. Okay. And when they talked together, so good. I was my mind was blown because mm-hmm. I was like, these people are insane and incredible, and they're both very creative. So I can like connect with that, you yeah. know, like yeah. you can almost sense it. You're kind of like, okay, I can tell. <gasps> uh-huh. And you know, just following on Instagram and stuff like that, I'm like, okay, I like your posts. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, so I like you. In I person. feel connected. To I you. like your, what you post, so I like you as a person. <laughs> so that kind of goes back to. Was it, was it, did we even talk about this one or maybe we didn't? And I just thought about that. We should talk about it. No, it wasn't on a podcast. It was in a personal conversation uh, that, uh, that one podcast that I sent you with, with a guy was, was explaining like that we, that we, uh, oh my gosh. Like when we can get to know people, it's a trust accelerator. Oh yeah, I remember. So like we believe, you know, we like Tesla more because we can. There's like there's a public figure at the head of that. Because people don't buy from people don't buy from businesses; they buy from people. Mm -hmm. And so I think that was in a personal conversation that we were talking about that. But that kind of that's funny because I think that um, a lot of people are taking advantage of having like social media. Um, profiles because when people entertain them or when they learn from them, they like you trust them more. Mm-hmm. I thought that was, or even if you're like, if you're sitting in a class and Dante's speaking and he's telling you a story and he's talking about, you know, his, his best friend, you've seen that best friend before on his Instagram. Yeah. You, you're like, Oh, I know his name. Oh, so I remember I you telling me that to put story. To the story and you, you know? almost feel like it's like, oh, we're talking because I know part of the, your story too. Like I know about you mm-hmm. instead of just sitting in w- both is good. Like I love sitting between like sitting in people and I know kind of things that they're talking mm-hmm. about. Like if Jen Johnson's talking about little Moses, I know who little Moses is like a mm-hmm. little baby, you know, and, or like, but if someone I don't know, I can learn from them. Like it's cool to learn from both. Like it's just two different learning things yeah. that you have when you're listening to someone that you know, like a lot about them kind of like from Instagram or whatever right. and then listening from someone that you have no idea who you are and you're just sitting there the whole time like this is so cool I'm learning so much and I have no idea who you are, even mm-hmm. are. I, I, both are super cool it's just cool to see how people like go around so use social media to like build those relationships with people mm-hmm. almost they, and they don't even really they're not intentionally even doing that they're just sharing yeah it's kind of like a multiplication principle because you're able to share you're able to teach more people for sure, than yeah. like just the people that you physically come into contact with. But mm-hmm. so, what did you learn from those two? Oh gosh, well, I talked about it a little bit in the podcast, the last podcast. Mm-hmm. Was that you know stop second guessing yourself mm-hmm. and those things. Um, so that was huge, and then um, just from those two, I think. It, well, the the class they taught was called creative creative artistry, Ooh. so it was like all about being creative, which I love. So Ooh. I was already going into the class being like, okay, I'm ready. I have my notes out, like <laughs> I'm ready to write down quotes, all this stuff. So that was really cool. Um, they talked a lot about, or Dante talked a lot about like his growing up mm-hmm. and all that stuff. So that was really inspiring to hear, like, because he talked about the song "Voice of God" that he wrote. <gasps> And I was like, oh boy. Everyone's like, here we go. Mm -hmm. But he wrote it after his grandpa passed away. So he said it was really a hard time. Mm -hmm. But he was like, as a creative, as an artist, like as hard as it is to say, those times are what inspire you to make creative things and make beautiful things, you know? so he's kind of explaining that song's story, which was really cool. And like he was saying how he was si- he was sitting in his room on his little piano, like little cheap piano mm-hmm. that he bought. And it was raining that day and he was like, it was hitting the window and he was like, why is this so peaceful? And he was like, because God is in the rain. God is there on my mm-hmm. window. So he came by with that line. I can hear when the rain falls on my windows here. Like, mm-hmm. And that was so peaceful to him. And that's like, that was what the class was about. It was just finding God in those creative things and like making something beautiful out of life. 
yeah the things that wow. come with life and taking those things for granted i mean not taking those things for granted that's what i mean yeah. but like taking advantage of those moments mm-hmm. you know that god gives you even if they look really bad or yeah. the situation is really bad um yeah so that's what that class was about and then callie talks about how she lost her daughter and like that was a really hard time for her and like how she got through it and it was a process and also that was creating things in her too you know because then she came up with an album later i think it's called fault line fault lines it was like a volume one and volume two or something like that mm-hmm. and but it took her a while you know like she was saying how she had to like that courage and that trust to be able to make something again like that had to build up in her yeah. because of what just happened, you know? Yeah. Cause that's a nightmare mm. for like anybody. Really yeah. So that was a really cool class. Yeah. So did they sort of like bring you guys into their creative process? Yeah. I, um, one really good, good word of advice Dante gave was that like he was saying that when you're, doing anything like he was like okay when you're washing your dishes when you're taking out your trash like find something creative in that like mm-hmm. make that a good thing make that fun you know like wash your dishes i don't know sing a stupid song about the soap i don't know <laughs> something like that yeah. yeah and he was like because that's what's going to help your your mind grow to be able to find the little creative things in those daily activities mm-hmm. so like if you can find things every day to be creative and to be like something beautiful and just fun like that is going to soar you know that could be like a song one day Mm -hmm. or like because those are meaningful things like everyday activities like those turn into meaningful things in the future because it when you wrote that song five years ago and you remember you're working at starbucks at four in the morning Uh uh-huh undoing the package like you can look back at that and like look at that song and be like wow i remember where i was in that song when i wrote that and i remember that hard work mm-hmm. that pushed me to write that song you know it, maybe it sounds stupid but like no not at all i think all. it's that's like the cool part of being of wanting to be creative more creative it's kind of make training things yourself. yeah training that trains yourself. you to find those little things in life that mm-hmm. help you that push you and that way you don't ever have to like, okay, I have creative time scheduled at three o'clock this afternoon. Now what am I going to do? No, you have all that stuff just stored up. Yeah. From your, you're not, you can't just turn on the creativity and let it's That should never go just, off. The creative switch. Yeah. Should never go off. Yeah. Because you never know what you're going to find in a day. You never know yeah. what's going to pop out at you. You find know? Some beautiful bug or something. Yeah. And that can inspire <laughs> you somehow to, I don't know, write a children's book about yeah. a bug uh-huh. you know something like that for real yeah so you never know i think that's super important because i love that yeah I, I really like that too i like that not turning uh, t- don't turn off that creative switch because it's not like i think a lot of times people will think like oh it's time to write a song i sit mm-hmm. down or it's you know time to time to do this time to do that time to get productive do this and it's like no 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 you can't do, it's not just a switch it's like leave it on all day and all night like mm-hmm and the it will it will store up like it's it, it i'm just feeling like it's like this muscle that you have to just keep working at keep mm. building keep learning where the ceiling is at the moment and then tomorrow try to break that a little bit and then the next day try to get a little bit more i kind of get a little more mm. and eventually it's like like how Dante was saying he's sitting at his piano and he hears raindrops and he's creates a song a masterpiece out of this like sound that he heard like most normal most people can't do that like i could not sit and listen and hear like create that song out of that you know what i mean and he's just created this lifestyle of creativity and like every little thing and he's he's probably not going around the like his daily life going like oh could that be a song could that be a song but it's like no i'm just building this into my life i think callie i listened to like a little snippet that callie was talking about and she was saying like most of the like a lot of the times a lot of these songs that i create that i had no one will ever hear Mm -hmm. and like that's the point is for no one to ever hear them but like i'm building out of like within these moments and within this time of like these could be the best songs ever but like he hasn't told me to give them away he told me to keep them for me me and him no one else and out of that Mm -hmm. becomes the corporate stuff yeah because 
she was kind of talking about how like uh, she she if there was a moment where she had to pull back and she had to take care of herself like i've got to take care of myself and write these songs for me because i'm the one that needs them mm-hmm. and if if i don't do that then how in the world can i pour out to anyone else yeah i don't know i thought that was really inspiring too just like keeping keeping your like in that creativeness keeping yourself healthy too and i think that's what you were saying like building building that daily rhythm of I think that comes Don't turn it off. I think that comes with like whatever creative thing you're doing, you yeah. know what I mean? Because I re- I don't think I have ever preached a message that I wasn't preaching to myself. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's you know, learning how to encourage yourself, learning how to strengthen yourself, learning learning how you can't do any of that stuff for other people or help other people do it unless you know how to do it. Yeah. Yourself. And you know, your songs healing yourself. That's that's what's going to heal other people. You know, your songs don't move you. They're not going to move other people. Yeah. You're not just trying to crank out a banger. I just, I don't know. I think it's super interesting that, I I think that is it, it is important to build creative time into your week, though, if that's something that you've decided is important to you. Like, for me, it is, and so I have time. But, like, you know, I'm not just sitting there trying to turn it on. Like, <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? It's like staying in the mindset like writing writing down keeping a little notebook writing down a lyric or writing down a something that the lord told me or put on my heart or whatever and then that's sort of the time where you like compile it and you sift through that stuff and you kind of like what am i going to use right now what am i going to save for later what what is maybe like because i because i've you know written songs too and stuff like i've probably written a hundred songs that no one's ever heard (laughs) you know what i mean um i mean there's a few that people have heard but um but i think that like building the time in there because how how are you ever gonna be able to sit down and write the song if you never schedule time to like sit down Mm -hmm. at your piano or sit down with your guitar or um sit down with your pen and your pad or or your whatever it is that you're gonna kind of your art your paintbrush your you know, for me, my right now, my creative stuff is my um, my messages like that's that's like a a thing that has to be yeah. crafted. Yeah. You know what I mean? Your and business. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. If Sherry never sat down and like dreamed of this of hot brew, how it she is. She still does to this day. I know. We taught it. Yeah. Tell it. We she still adds on stuff like she's still planning on adding on like things outside so people can enjoy the summer and all that stuff like Uh and heat lamps outside Mm -hmm. and like a bar or something like that on the side or more tables and Uh more chairs like i think that's beautiful sherry is she's such an inspiration she really is if you listen if you listen to her talk you can find a lot of stuff in what she's talking about because she she is always thinking about the future and like, she's a step ahead of a lot of people Yeah, and she's fun and she's energetic and she's crazy and she's talking so fast and all this stuff. But it's like, she is, it's because she's so far ahead of a lot of people, I think in creativity and like, and like she sees what's coming next and she's already planning for it. Like, she was saying how she, she didn't was, used to have a doggy patio. No, and now and she it's drank always that full. up, and now it's there. No one else has a doggy patio. Uh uh-uh. uh. And she hasn't. It's amazing. It's yeah. so fun too. She, like little doggies everywhere. But just like but she, I love it. She was talking about like one of the first times that she, what she was one of the first places in Humboldt County that had coffee and a laptop bar, mm-hmm. where you came up and you brought your laptop, and she had computers. She bought laptops that sat up there, and people could come work and type and stuff. And she's like, that wasn't a thing. Mm-hmm. And the way she was explaining it, she was just like, I went to L.A. and I saw like she's from I think she she lived in L.A. for a yeah. bit. And she was like, I saw what was happening there. And I brought it back to Humboldt County mm-hmm. and I, I innovated and I brought this. I, I bought the best coffee. She buys Humboldt Bay coffee. She you know, she's like, I do this. and I do that. And she's, we all think Humboldt Bay coffee. Oh, the best. oh, of yes. course. Yes. And we talk about every single thing. And they always, <laughs> Camping blend is oh, good. It's the they best got one. it for me when I got back here and I was I'm like, saying, oh, my gosh. Yeah. They have a new one now. I saw it. They always have new ones. I want to try it. it looks, the bag, the bag is what gets me. The bag gets because me I'm too. like, okay, that is so artistic and like it's uh-huh. so beautiful I that I just want, I yeah. want to have the bag. I'll ne- maybe even never use the beans. I, I just know, want the I bag know. in my cupboard. Like, <laughs> I think for a while, like local artists and stuff. Which for is a while, Sunny Wong was her uh, designing her bags. I don't know if he still is, but he's a local artist. Oh, cool. I like him. They, they have the best coffee, hands down. Mm-hmm. 
And, it, and I, I want to try their little cafe. They have a, they open a new cafe now. I'm excited. With well, Dick Taylor wait, it's already open? Yeah, it opened last month. Wait, okay. So they saw posted something on Instagram that said they're opening their own building mm-hmm, with Dick next. Taylor chocolate. No, with Dick Taylor, Dick Taylor chocolate, I think. Okay. But it was like a bigger building though in mm-hmm. Old Town. And mm-hmm. it was like either next summer or fall or something like that. But I was like, mm. that's going to be so cool. Yeah. For it had like sure. a big banner on it that said like coming soon. I would I love like, to oh. interview Lucy and just like, because she is taking that place for just it's it's incredible what she's done with it and like all the dreams she has all the things that she's making happen all the and she's such a hard worker she likes sherry she's just such a hustler you know what Mm -hmm. i mean i just love her she lucy's awesome yeah i like just hearing from those people and like getting to know them and like hearing their story and like they'll they just i don't know they inspire something in you that's like wow like i could do this too like i could do something too i could you're inspiring me to like be creative and be like go forward and move forward and keep going and i don't know it's so cool to just hear from people that are do like are creating these things and sometimes you look at a business and you don't think oh you're creative mm-hmm. no you are because you're designing a building you're mm-hmm. designing food whatever it is like you're trying to get people into your building to buy your product so you're kind of selling you know you're selling your product mm-hmm. yeah that takes some creativity to do all that you know what i mean mm-hmm. i love it so what types of things do you build into your life that get you where you want to go? Hmm. I, I listen to a lot of music, yeah. like every day, mm-hmm. all types. I love pop, rap, country, <laughs> you name it. I'm not a huge fan on like, I don't know, rock, but all the other stuff I love. So I love it because I love asking you what you listen to. I haven't done it lately, but I used to always ask you, what are you listening to? And you would tell me. And a lot of it wasn't worship music or Christian music or whatever, but I would look it up and be like, oh, wow, that's good. (laughs) But but you are like who I heard like of Maverick City. I had never heard of them before. But you're right. You do listen to a lot of music. I do. Can't confirm. I, yeah. I always have music going in my car. I always have my AirPods in, whatever. Mm Mm-hmm. Starbucks is really fun because there's always uh-huh. bumping music playing. So it's like, it's really fun. Anyway, but I think that's something that really builds me like every day. Like first thing I do, probably I, even when I'm getting re- ready in the morning, I'll put my AirPods in and like listen to something new mm-hmm. or like, I don't know. I think that that really pushes me to be like, again, it's kind of, it's an inspiration to me because I'm like, this is what I want to do. So like, I want to listen to these amazing people so that I'm inspired to work that hard too. Mm. And also I love to watch YouTube videos on people mm-hmm. and like different artists that are kind of like big right now because I love hearing things about them that they maybe did in their childhood or like their life story or even like the story of how the album came to be because I think that is really inspiring mm-hmm. like to me personally. Cause I'm like, wow, like, Cause most of the time when you hear people talk about their stuff, they're like, it just kind of happened. You know, like we were just kind of like me and my friends were in the studio, like just mm-hmm. making stuff up and like, we thought it was really cool. So we wanted to make an album. Mm-hmm. So like, I think that's like amazing when it just kind of happens. Like it's not even like a scheduled thing, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know. I think that's super inspiring to me and that really pushes me. Music is huge. Mm-hmm. So, and music affects people. Yeah. Like it does things to people. It like helps you heal. Like mm. who doesn't have breakup music? I don't. Oh, I don't listen to breakup music, but <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people do. Uh, no. I, how, how many playlists are on your Spotify? I just made a new one. Oh, and it's just kind of like the music that I listen that I would listen to like any day, all day, every day, kind of on like repeat. You mm-hmm. know, it's just kind of like uh-huh. that kind of stuff. I have one playlist. It's the called vibes. My Daily Mix. Mm-hmm. I listen to that one most of the time, and that one has a bunch of like my dad loves that one. He's or he's like, oh, I like your music, Santa. Like whenever we play in the car or whatever, he's like, uh-huh. I like it because there's a little bit of everything in there. Good mixture. And yeah. I was like, thank you. I love old music, new music, mm-hmm. bad music, good music. I don't. Know, I like it all. Really. So do you have like seven playlists or like twenty or like a hundred? I think I have like I don't know, like maybe four or five right now. Oh, okay. Do you delete them sometimes? I've deleted a few. Cause like when I was in school, I had like, oh, this one called Headspace. 
and like it was Whoa, just with like vibes. instrumental which i love instrumental music like yeah, that's too. some of my favorite music is instrumental music uh-huh. love it because you can because i can think yeah it, it it like helps me to create like my own stuff mm-hmm. i don't know like me when too. i'm okay this is maybe weird but like whenever i'm writing my own songs i listen to other people's songs while i'm writing the songs hmm. because i don't know ideas just pop in my head when i'm listening to someone else's music mm-hmm. and i'm like wow like that's a cool concept in that song or like i love how they were like not on beat at all right there <laughs> you know or like that that lyric didn't rhyme but like that's what they were feeling uh-huh so like yeah. that's really cool to me but i don't know interesting maybe that didn't no i like <laughs> I, i've never thought do you, of that do you journal every day mm, no i i did for a while when i was in school mm-hmm. but i kind of stopped and then now when i journal like it's like this big revelation like whenever yeah. i do oh. like i just because mm. like it's almost like i journal i write something down and then i live life for a little bit yeah. and then i write it all down and then i stop and then i write it all down that's mm-hmm. kind of my journaling process mm-hmm. <laughs> i sit down and i think i'm gonna journal about seven different things but i get so in-depth in the first thing that i literally can't even remember what the other six things were <laughs> mm-hmm. so i have to journal quite a bit more frequently i think because of my memory <laughs> but also because like once i get like down the rabbit hole of something i'm journaling about like it's hard to like change gears in that same like writing session yeah and like try to remember the things that i was feeling or what i was processing with the with the other thing too so interesting mm. i usually just write down like moments or thoughts like i don't journal a lot but i just like if i have a thought i'll just journal it down mm-hmm. or like if i had a mo- if i had a time like i'll just quickly jot it down and then that's it like or usually i won't like i remember there's a couple times where like i had journaled something down and then like one time when i was at at, at church at bethel and one of the classes like bill was speaking and it was really good it was during maybe it was during worship and there was like a little transition period i dropped my journal and it opened up <laughs> to a page that was exactly the year before because i had dated it it was like the, the it was dated like just say july 21st 2019 and it was july 21st 2020 and I was like, good Lord, I better read this now. Must and like, Yeah, really though. And I was reading it and I was like, that makes no sense for right now. But oh my gosh, why? Is like, that is yeah. so cool. And just like little thoughts, like little snippets and like little things. Yeah. Oh. I journal motion, m- moments. I journal a lot of like encounters with the Lord because mm-hmm. uh, I want to know what they mean. Yeah. And then I also journal like things that I'm learning and like revelations as Savannah puts it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So how clearly do you see your future? Oh, gosh. Ugh, my goodness. I see, honestly, mm-hmm. pretty clearly. But, like, I don't know how I'm going to get there. Like, I don't mm-hmm. see, like, that part of it, you know? But yeah. I see what I want mm-hmm. so, so clearly. Yeah. So that helps me to get through the stuff that's, like, the in-between mm-hmm. part. Mm-hmm. You know? And I don't know. Like, I don't think there's really a spot when you can, like, just make it to your future. I think that it's, like, oh, what am I going to do tomorrow? You know, oh, like, yeah. that's kind of, like, evolving. Yeah. that pushes me, though. You know, being, like, oh, what am I going to do tomorrow? Mm-hmm. I'm going to go to work. But what could I do after that? You know? Yeah. Or, like, on my break. I mean, make some more music or something, you know? Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I love that. I think it's cool because, like, when I hear you talking, I'm, like, I know you. So, like. I'm not just listening to you and I don't know you. Like, I know, like, you were just up at, you opened at Starbucks this morning and, like, you were there and then you're going to go to Pizza Co. later, or, like, throughout the week and you're you're working and you're doing things and you're, like, it's super cool to hear how you, like, turn daily things into the the creativeness that, ha- like, like, how like how how you get so creative in the daily thing like you just sit on your lunch on your break or whatever or like maybe while you're working probably you'll hear something or someone will say something and you're just like oh that sticks with me or whatever like and then you'll take it into those moments where it's like it just reminds me that like there's still this daily life that we're all doing it the starbucks doesn't stop like i still have to go to work i still do things like it's not like but like it's I'm you're you're imagining it as this like magical magical thing and I like that because I love seeing life like that where it's just like mm-hmm. this magic like Disneyland thing where it's like it's not always like standing in line at Disneyland isn't fun but like 
when you're on the ride it's super fun and that's what you yeah. talk about and it's, it's all like it all like meshes together and i just really like that life even though you're still working and fighting and getting tired and overworked and you know doing all kinds of moving and stress and sadness and all this stuff but you're still like all all of it's still meshing together to be creative because they are building that into your life mm-hmm. is what i feel like i hear you saying and it's super cool i love it i think mom and dad have taught have like ingrained that into us though what do you think like what do you mean like because dad's always like yeah like I, I always be like, oh, I open tomorrow with, you know, with someone maybe I don't uh, prefer to work with, whatever, mm-hmm. prefer. Mm. But I'm like, he's like, well, just go and do it. Yeah. I'm like, that's all you're going to say? Really? Uh-huh. Okay. Like I'm complaining and I just, I want you to like complain back with me. I know. But then I'm won't. like, okay, you know what? Like at this point, I'm like, I know mom and dad aren't going to complain with me. Mm-hmm. So I need to quit complaining because it's not getting me anywhere. Yeah. It's just making me not look forward to tomorrow you know mm-hmm. so and then they're like oh well, just go and do it yeah you go on go and do it work hard you'll be done go get a free drink while you're there yeah and i'm like okay the free drink makes it all better because uh-huh. it's something to look forward to you know yeah. i think keeping those things to look forward to in life is so important too even if it even if it is the little things like treating yourself is Treat so yourself. important mm-hmm. actually though because it's like those little things that just get you through the day that are like the stupidest little thing, like coffee. Mm-hmm. It just, even if like that's your one thing to look forward to in the day, like that's amazing. Fine. Go get one, you know? Cause who knows that can spark something in you. Be like, once yeah. you feel inspired, once you feel happy, you know, like you get in your element of feeling like that, it, anything could happen, mm-hmm. you know? So what's your thing that you treat yourself to? Hmm treat myself like what would be something that you would be like i'm treating myself shoes shoes yeah you have a new pair on right now yeah and i got a new pair in redding too i got a pair of white burks they're like crocs they're like styrofoam what are those ones converse these are the comi comi de garçon that's really Uh that's like the collab artist yeah those are cool and like i love them yeah i just seen people have them and i was like Uh uh-huh i wanted them for a long time but I, one day I was just like, I'm getting them. Yeah. Because I've been working a lot and I just want them really bad. So I just got them, <laughs> but couldn't find them anywhere, but I found them. Anywho, that is not what we're talking about. But you're treating yourself. <laughs> yeah, I know. And it sparked some joy and now you're happy. Yeah. <clears throat> so. I think it's important to be able to see your future clearly to be able to make decisions. Because I see, I feel like I see my future like foggy. Mm. And so I don't know like how I'm going to, like what things I should be doing to get towards towards that you know what i mean like and i don't think that you see your future super clearly although i think that you have some dreams yeah i don't know i don't i guess i don't look at my future as if like like when i heard you saying that i was like oh man i need to get my future in order no 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 no, no, no. but i'm just i in my own head i'm doing that but i'm but then i'm i I look at my future more as like my dreams like my things that i want to like my things that i what's next like i have a five-year plan not like set but like i'm like in five years i'd like to try to do this or like Mm -hmm. here's the next step here's what i'm working towards like a new whatever whatever you know like here's where i'd like to be and it's not like i have to be there but it's like it helps me I really like looking towards the future, but I also, like you said, like, I really like looking for tomorrow and like, like, I, I don't know. Today I, and, yeah, I really am about that. Like really enjoying it. And then also having some type of, you know, future plan or something. But like, mm-hmm. I feel like I tend to do that more where it's like, okay, I'm looking for tomorrow and then the next day and the next day. And it's super cool to see like, and then you look back and you're like, oh my gosh, how did, how did that all come together? Like, how did that perfectly come together like that? I would have never put it like that. You know, if I was looking five years from back to where I am now, I would never point myself in this spot, but I feel like I'm so healthy in this spot where I'm at. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of cool that way too, I guess. Mm -hmm. For sure. I think it's, I think it's interesting and important. It's, I mean, I don't want to say there has to be like an overemphasis on like, you have to see your future clearly. You know what I mean? <laughs> I just think it's, a, I think it's amazing <laughs> when, when people do, because uh, like the, I've, my whole vacation has been kind of about like re revising, like, uh, 
like my personal vision for my life. Like I, I feel like I've had vision for the church before and I feel yeah. like I've had like goals and stuff like that, but I haven't ever decided like, what do I want? Like at the end of my life, what do I want to see? And so like, it was cool to just like sit down and like dream and like think about like when I get done with my life, like when I'm no longer here, cause we are, we're all only going to be here for a certain amount certain amount of time yeah so i and none of us know if it's going to be you know one more day one more hour 30 more years 50 more years you know never 80 know. more years whatever we don't know and so just thinking of the things that like i want to see uh it like in the people around me the the things that i want to see in myself the the goals some of the goals that i want to accomplish that type of thing but when when I when you sit down and you're just like at the end of my life this is what, like I don't want to have wasted I don't want to have regrets I don't want you know like that yeah. type of stuff but then sort of like boiling it down to like a, something that I can keep myself in, inspired by myself you know what I mean like I can keep inspiring myself with it and then and I and I kind of I I love what you're just like I don't know exactly what it's going to be but I I can see I can clearly see something far off and so you're just like so all of your decisions are sort of like in line falling in line with that like sort of overarching vision for your life and that's i just got done reading the infinite game which we talked about a couple podcasts ago and that's a lot of what he was talking about is having sort of like an unattainable you know vision for your life and then like then when things come along, it's like, they're just blips. They're just bumps. They're just obstacles as opposed to like set goals that are like finite. And, and then if you don't get that, then you're like thrown off track or whatever. It's like, okay, well you, I didn't make it this one, but that's okay because I'm still heading this direction. I'm still deciding. Um, I still see myself as a songwriter. I mm-hmm. still see myself as creating beautiful things for the rest of my life. And so if one thing flops, it's like no big deal. I have a hundred million more things to create. <laughs> so even, even if, you know, you create a hundred things a year and even if one or two of them yeah. get any attention whatsoever, or like make you a dollar or two, it's like yeah. whatever you, you, it doesn't matter because you're not after that. You're not, your goal isn't to make a one beautiful thing. Your goal is to make them for the rest of your life as long as you're on the planet. And so then now everything becomes it. Maybe there are still failures in there. There probably will be some failures in there. You'll you'll find a million different ways why something doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. This chord progression really is never going to work. This yeah. lyric really is <laughs> really yeah. isn't working. This this place where I'm trying to get my inspiration really isn't working for me. So th- these friends that I'm around aren't getting me towards whatever. So. So everything kind of becomes like, okay, you have sort of this overarching vision. You're working towards it. You're moving towards it, even if it's just ever so slowly, and and you don't know how long you're going to be able to do that. So I think that's the the difference between having like an infinite mindset and a finite like goal goal oriented. Which goals are good. They can be checkpoints on the way towards your like sort of overarching vision for your life. But I don't think that goals have to like give you your identity if you get them mm-hmm. if you achieve them or like yeah. send you completely off the rails if you don't <laughs> yeah. if you don't make it you know what i mean mm-hmm. and so it's kind of i'm you know i'm 43 and kind of it's kind of exciting because i've never really taken a, a season of life to just like focus on like what do i want to do with my life like what do i want to leave behind what what type of things do i want to have like inspired people to do because you know one of my things is i just want to inspire people to get in the Bible and live the life that the that God's yeah made for them or yeah. inviting them into, you know what I mean? And so that way I'm like, okay, sweet. I'm just going to be influencing people for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> hopefully <laughs> two or three of them or five or 10 of them will um, be closer to their goals and their dreams because of their relationship with me. Yeah, so. for sure. That's kind of exciting. That is really exciting. It was so, it was so cool. This, this, month even just the order that i picked my books up in like kind of like what you were saying i never could have planned i never could have planned it you know what i mean and it but because of some of the work and then the next book that i picked up ended up like sort of reaffirming and then the next book that i picked up kind of like honed in on this thing that like i was actually trying to to do in this in this time right now which i didn't realize that that's what that book was about when i picked it up it just kind of 
was really they're also all kind of saying the same thing that you were like oh wow that's it, what i'm it just happened feeling, to be feeling it just happened to be what i needed right now if yeah. i had picked it up next month it would not have had the impact that it had on me this month i think that's really cool yeah. how that works i don't know i mean it's it, it's like the perfect i don't know it's super cool i love when that happens where it's just like mm-hmm. this is exactly what i needed right now mm-hmm. like i couldn't have picked anything better <laughs> yeah and it's just kind of that that beautiful thing that happens when you when you are going after something the lord has something for you and when those things like come together mm-hmm. like in this perfect yeah thing i guess yeah like when i um like when opportunity comes, it's too late to prepare. You want to be preparing for your opportunity now mm-hmm. so that when it comes, then you're ready and you're ready to just step right into it. Yeah. Yeah. Which is so we're, our whole lives are something. One of the things that I love about Wide Awake is he's, he's and it's actually what I preached about on Sunday is like our lives, we get we get to create them. Yeah. And it's exciting. Get to, to get to do that with. That is an exciting, or that is a different look on like we get to create our life. Like I think a lot of people think like, and I've thought of it sometimes. Like, is you just get what you get, and like you get, you get the the plate in front of you, you know. And I hopefully it's good. Hopefully it's not bad. If it is, I'll deal with it, whatever. But it's like no, you get to choose. Some things you can't choose, you know. Some things obviously we're it's not a blanket statement over everything, but like yeah, for the most part, you can choose the paths, and you can choose like you said, like. You're, like if your goal is to own a pizza factory, the decisions in life that you make are going to be towards making, you know, getting a business license, getting going to business, you know, finding uh, how to even do that. I need to know how to make pizza. Yeah. I need to know how to, you know, or whatever, whatever it is. Even just that but would like, be like an example of a finite goal, though, because once you purchase the pizza place, your goal is done. So the, so what what Infinite Game is trying to say is like, hey, you should have you should have big mm-hmm. overarching goals. Like my goal is to make the best pizza on the planet. Yeah, but that was like Sherry. Like she was like, I'm gonna open a restaurant, mm-hmm. and then it just kept going from there. Mm-hmm. Now I'm gonna have coffee. Now I'm gonna have laptops. Now I'm gonna have live music. Now mm-hmm. I'm gonna have, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. And I think her goal and... is like make people happy. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. I don't know if the goal is so much of like, at least for me. Or a lot of people, it's like, I don't know if it's like, I don't want to just, my goal isn't to just do this. My goal isn't to just own this. My goal is to make people happy. Mm-hmm. My goal is to provide a service for someone. My goal is to bring people in and care for them. You know, whatever your goal is. And then I, I see that with Sherry, like her goal is to make people happy. And like they do when they go to her restaurant, they're happy. Like, and she's around jumping around, smiling, jumping, like jumping on your back and like yeah. braiding your hair and like. Mm-hmm you know, hugging you and playing with your dog. And like, that makes people happy. And like for a moment in their day, they are very happy. Like th- they might not even have noticed if the food was any good or not, but like the atmosphere there, which was, it was it, obviously, but Always. like, but like it almost is not even about the food. It's about the atmosphere that she's creating of making people happy. And like, that is, a forever thing that you will always be able to be creative in because mm-hmm. it's just, it's never going to stop. You just always get to keep going, keep going, keep going. It's super yeah. cool. I don't know. It's a super cool, like thing to thing to work towards. I don't know. I love that. I'm inspired by that. Do That's, you have an overarching like dream for your life? Uh, I think I have a few. Like just the things like that. Like I I would love to provide a service for someone. Mm-hmm. Like of some where someone could come and get something, and I love making people. I like making people's moment that I have with them better. So like I was kind of talking about like when I'm waiting table or something Mm -hmm. like once they're once they're my table, I want to make them happy. Mm -hmm. Like I want them to leave like having fun. Like there was a table I had the other day and it was so busy and they were like having the most fun time. Like they didn't even tell me the food was good. They were like the they were like the service was amazing. Mm hmm. And I knew the food was good, so I don't have to worry about that. But it's like, I just, I was joking with them and they were joking with me and we were just having such a fun time back and forth of like, just like talking and they were asking me where I'm from. They asked me what I've done and I asked them, you know, they, one guy was riding his bike from uh, Canada to San Francisco and he was in Ferndale. So I'm like, you're way over halfway done. So like he was riding it for charity and like all this thing and gave me his little card and it was really cool. And like, I, in their moment right there, they could have gone home and who knows what happened but that moment in their life right then was so fun and they were laughing and enjoying their time together that's all i ever want to do with for like 
the rest of my life is do that kind of stuff. Make people happy in those moments that I can. That's like my thing. I love that. That makes me super excited and happy. Like, just well, you it. can certainly do that wherever you go. Yeah. It doesn't matter what I do, yeah. you know? Yeah. Waiting tables just gives me an opportunity to personally be one-on-one with people. And like <laughs> they have, they have to spend at least the next half an hour with me. <laughs> yeah. What's the best piece of advice that you've gotten that stuck in your head recently? Recently. Or whenever. I mean. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Um. Oh, I learned it. Uh, or Dante actually said it in one of our classes. He said, um, find the things that you are in love with. Mm, that's good. So that you personally are in in love with. Not that you love. Things that you are in love with. Oh, interesting. So the things that make your gut tingle mm-hmm. when you go and do or think yeah. about. Yeah. Find those things. So I think that I've I've been doing that. I did that that day in class when I heard that. I was like naming some stuff and I have like a list of things. Mm-hmm. But like one of them was like, I love wearing socks with sandals. Oh. So mm-hmm. like I was like, Amen. I love wearing socks with sandals. Yeah. I love it. It is the most comfortable thing. Yeah. It inspires me. I love it. Ashen. <laughs> and you know what in two but years practical in two years everyone is going to be wearing socks with sandals you guys watch in 2023 people are going to be wearing socks with sandals call it one of our teachers already did they started that <laughs> mr pinocchio <laughs> no, mr. G. oh yeah Mrs. The real og right there really uh-huh yeah she did the bergs mm-hmm. mm-hmm. but so I don't know, finding things like that where it's like you just love them because mm-hmm. you love them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not because you've seen it somewhere else, you know? That is so important too. That's crucial, I think, personally, in someone's life is to find things that you love just because you love them. And you will still love them even if people make fun of you. Yeah. Like Sage's obsession with Crocs. Mm-hmm. They're comfortable. Who's and not I wearing w- Crocs? Tell I me. I would it. wear them Tell to me work. Who's not. <laughs> and I will never stop making fun of you for it. <laughs> <laughs> I love gonna, Crocs. I want for you to come to a workout in Crocs. I thought about it. I'd How so comfortable. comfortable! I don't know if I could do the. I don't know. I you could probably do, do it tomorrow because it's a bicycle, like riding the oh, assault bike. I'm just like in my. Crocs, they might get like, stuck. Like, like, yeah, the, I don't know. They have like, like puddles in them. No, the, you'd be the so the sweaty. Have like oh, it like, just like stick into it. Yeah, <laughs> and your feet would just sweat. Sweat. It just be you when you would walk. It'd like squish. Uh-huh. You know. Yeah, I don't know. But after the workout, let me tell you, put, slipping on those Crocs, mm-hmm. they just they stay in two wheel drive the whole time. Mm-hmm. Tell me a better shoe. <laughs> I'll, I'll wait. Uh huh. <laughs> those platform Crocs, though. Let's talk about those. Uh huh. Because did you see? I saw one in the flesh. <laughs> no, Whoa. you didn't. At the mall in Reading, and I was like, "There's a lazy oh, on I will have those one day because they were about this thick." With like whatever that foam is that they're made out of, literally. And I was like, old "Oh my god, tires, car tires, probably." That's I don't know. <laughs> so what it comfortable. Is. There's a lady on Etsy that sells little like kits to make your Crocs wheelies. <gasps> oh my god! The future. Wait, mm-hmm. what? That She's is on so Etsy. cool. Whoa! Wheelie Croc kit. Search it on Etsy. Wheelie Croc. Wheelie Croc. Wheelie Croc kit. Link's going to be in the bio. No. <laughs> Sponsored. Wheelie Crocs. Here's the, our first paid advertisement. <laughs> the journey Wheelie Crocs. We tried Humboldt Bay, but... They just shot Wheelie Crocs. <laughs> we tried Sherry Hot Brew. We oh, tried Humboldt Bay. Humboldt Bay shouted us out a couple They did. Couple yeah, I saw that. Ago. Oh, yeah. I tagged them in like everything cool. we ever post. <laughs> and mine's I, and they're always like, yeah. Yeah, oh. mine's I always gives me a thumbs up. They're always like, cool. Oh. Like, Oh my goodness, yes. that's awesome. <laughs> but where's the money? Mm-hmm. But where's the paid sponsorship? <laughs> okay, so what's your best advice that stuck with you? My best advice? Oh my goodness. I don't know. See, here's the thing. My mind, when someone tells me something, I forget it immediately. <laughs> and so I can't quote people. Like, I don't know how to do that. Okay. I just, it's I don't okay. know. Like, I, the be- if I were to pick one, and I say this all the time, but it, uh, it was a sermon. It was a time Jen Johnson was talking, and she was talking about 
I think I even said this on the podcast. She was talking about how she didn't, she was in life. She was busy. Didn't know what she would, could do for anybody. Like she was just so busy all the time. Mm. She walked into a store. She saw a homeless man outside the store and she walked past him. And then the whole time in the store, she was like, gosh, what can I do? Like, I don't like, she just, you know, she didn't know what to do. She was like, do I give money? Do I, do I tell him something? Do I say, I'm praying for you? All this stuff. She ended up walking in the store and she walked past him and she said that she just really felt the Holy Spirit telling her, smile at him say nothing smile at him don't give him money don't give him nothing smile so she smiled at him walked past and walked to her car she said later that day she uh was literally just like um in her like everything in her was just like that man experienced jesus Mm. from me smiling at him he knew he saw the holy like he fit like he was able to experience the holy spirit through her Mm -hmm. like literally just smiling at him and that honestly i i think about that all the time where it's like i can't do everything i can't help everybody i I wish i could but like sometimes when it's all you can do is just smile Mm -hmm. let god do the rest like he'll do the rest for you you don't have to tell someone something you don't have to preach to them sometimes you do but like most of the time i'm just like just i'm just gonna smile at someone or i'm just gonna be kind to someone or i'm just gonna whatever he tells me to do you know that would be the best. That would be the best thing I've ever heard. It wasn't directed to me, but I love that. I and I really try to live like with that. Mm-hmm. Just hearing what he tells me. What about you? Um, it wasn't recently, but probably like several years ago, and it it kind of drives my life and my decisions is to find something that you would do for free, and then do it so well that people pay you for it hmm. well, who said that dad says it all the time I was, yeah i was gonna who says that i don't know i say it maybe you <clears throat> say it jenny c oh jenny c <laughs> jen campbell who's that? i don't know i mean it might be like john maxwell or something She's i don't like, remember I don't know, but some unknown person like jenny campbell I <laughs> no Someone. i mean i didn't make it up because <laughs> it's advice that i heard but yeah but no like that's no i like that i uh because then you're always doing stuff that you love, so. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, that is. Because it's like, if you would do that one thing so well, you know, for nothing, mm-hmm. how well are you going to do it when you get paid to do that? Or like, that's your job. Yeah. yeah. You know, you're going to even work, like, go for it even harder, you mm-hmm. know? Because mm-hmm. you're like, oh my gosh, I work for that. Well, all right. What a fun interview podcast part two part two it was fun it was really fun to just like chit chat and talk and like get to know what you're doing and like see where you're coming from with all of this so i don't know i love hearing like people's stories and like people's insight on like how they think and like it made me think a little different about certain things i really enjoyed that thank you thank you oh you're welcome (laughs) (laughs) it was an honor i was so excited i was like i've never done this before you're I've on nev- a famous podcast. I know. <laughs> I was like, I've never been on a famous podcast before. Wow. No, <laughs> and you get to say that and we get to say that we interviewed you first and then oh. and you get to say that you were on a on That was my first interview. You're all before back we in were big. <laughs> 15, 20 years. I don't remember. I was on this little podcast called 95 Bellevue. At 95 Bellevue. And uh <laughs> look them up. But uh <laughs> Sponsor. <Anyway. laughs> Wheelie Croc. <laughs> I love that. Oh my gosh. You guys are going to go home and search Etsy for Wheelie I'm Croc. I'm literally going to do it right now when we get off the podcast. I'm going <laughs> to laugh if you guys roll up in here. Oh, roll up <laughs> in here. <laughs> There's so many places to roll to. The sanctuary is all, all like. You could roll down to the stage. The whole church is like a ramp because if you started uh-huh. back there. At the kitchen and like you could Zoomed wheel in. all the way down. You to could the fly and then turn through and then and just then down the jet sanctuary. On down. Yeah, because like, it the goes sanctuary. downhill. You could like roll. You in. could <laughs> flat zoom. You could flat zoom. Yeah, you. And could. then just like handstand push up, flip onto the stage. Mm-hmm. Barrel Your roll. Your handstand push up uh-huh. up the stairs to the stage. Yeah, wow. jumping jumping handstand push ups. Olympian CrossFit <laughs> bar. <laughs> Olympic squat. Hey, the Olympics were on. 1,200 meter run. (laughs) (sighs) That was so long. All right, guys. Thanks so much for listening to 95 Bellevue. We 
had a super fun conversation with Savannah. If you haven't already listened to episode one of this or part one of this and tell us what your dreams are, what your goals are, what your future. What makes you tingly inside yeah, when you put on socks. when you love it? <laughs> is it socks with sandals? <laughs> is yes. it Willie Crocs? Is it kombucha? What is it? Oh, yes. Always. <laughs> we love you guys. Catch us on the next episode of 95 Bellevue. Bellevue. Ooh, ooh.